This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Hi, I'm Olivia Quay. Welcome to The Straits Times' Big Story podcast where we analyse key issues with our journalists and guest experts. Investigations continue by the Committee of Privileges into the complaint against former Workers' Party MP Raisa Khan. Lingering issues and more questions than answers after the, com- after the committee presented Parliament with a special report close to midnight last Friday. It contained evidence given by Ms Khan and two other WP MPs. So, what happens now? I'm now joined by The Straits Times' opinion editor, Grace Ho. Grace, can you give us an idea of what is to come from the Committee of Privileges hearings? Well, I think the um, most explosive revelations have so far come from the committee's report released on Friday night. Um, The contents, but also the timing of the release, which was after 11pm, I think is the sort of thing that gives reporters nightmares. Um, But actually, the process started earlier. So the committee met for the first time on the 29th of uh, November, and um, among other things, it resolved at the time, um, you know, to call Ms. Raisa Khan and others as witnesses. And then they heard their evidence on the 2nd and 3rd of December. Um, and after hearing them, the committee resolved then to make the entire video recording available to the public. So moving forward from this point on, um, the committee will continue to investigate the complaint and hear further evidence as it sees fit. Um, all the report uh, said, and I mean, all that we know at this point was that it would be adjourned to December the 6th, which is today. And presumably, if the Workers' Party leaders, such as Mr. Prajan Singh and Sylvia Lim, are called up, um, and Mr. Singh has made it clear at the party's press conference on December the 2nd that he is prepared to give evidence before the committee, then we may be able to get another special report this week. And going uh, by past precedent, if that's any indication of what is to come, then we might again get to watch the full testimonies on video recordings. Well, Grace, you know, from what we heard from Ms Khan, Lopeying and Yudhistra Nathan at the Parliamentary Committee hearings, their accounts seem to differ from what Mr Singh told the media last Thursday, right? Yeah, um, well, it's a long list of potential discrepancies, so uh, I'll just go into them briefly. Um, Mr. Singh told the media that the Workers' Party Central Executive Committee on November 2nd agreed to form the disciplinary panel. Um, and then they deliberated the panel's recommendations and voted overwhelmingly that Ms. Khan would be expected to resign or she would be expelled. But Ms. Khan and the other two WP members told the committee they were surprised when the party formed the panel because um, she said that when she met Mr. Singh and Ms. Lim on October 12th, and she asked if the party would take any disciplinary action she supposedly was told that it would not, and she had not been told that she would be expelled if she did not resign. Um, and Ms. Lowe, uh, who is the WP member, noted that this panel had actually known since August 9th that Ms. Khan lied in Parliament, but the Workers' Party statement on November 1st and 2nd did not mention that the party leaders knew or were involved in the matter. Um, the second one would be on why the Workers' Party leaders did not encourage uh, Ms. Khan to come clean sooner. Um, she told the committee that when she told the leaders about the lie, their reaction was that if she were not to be pressed, then the best thing to do would be to retain the narrative that she started. Um, but at the press conference, Mr. Singh said that the re- repetition of the lie in Parliament on October 4 was wholly inconsistent with revelations that she shared with party leadership. And then Ms. Khan said that when she met the leaders afterwards to discuss next steps, neither of them asked why she had lied again, nor did they advise her to tell the truth. 
So, so you have this kind of to and fro that's kind of going uh, on um, even after Parliament adjourned on October 5th. Um, Mr. Singh said that the leader said she had to set the record straight almost immediately, but she said the decision to do so was reached only on August 12th when she met them and they came to the view that the matter would not stop there. So, um, so that's, that's where we are right now. And, um, you know, the truth will be out perhaps only quite some time down the road. Right. Well, Grace, you know, since the investigation by the Committee of Privileges is still in progress, the Workers' Party said it's prudent for the party to respond at an appropriate forum and juncture. Well, that's according to a statement released last night, the first time WP had addressed the public since the report came out on Friday night. Between Friday night and Sunday night, what do you make of WP's silence between that time? Okay, so I'll first recap what the statement essentially said, which is that it noted the release of the interim report by the committee without having taken the evidence of the Workers' Party's leaders against whom serious allegations were made. It also added that, you know, they understand the committee's work remains in progress. So it's prudent for a response to be given at the appropriate forum and juncture. So I think that's a key point there, which is that, you know, because the committee is ongoing, you know, the investigation's ongoing, they're really not in a position to divulge too many details. Um, but there's also the matter of the videos released on Friday night, which if you go through them, take about 10 hours to plow through. So granted, the party needed some time to go through the material and to see how it should respond. Um, but on the other hand, the media did try to reach out to the party even on Friday night itself and all through the weekend. So the question that lingers is why it needs more than 44 hours to issue what is essentially a very brief holding statement. Um, in, in crisis communications, very often, you know, the advice would be to develop a swift response strategy, even if it's a limited one. And you do want to put out something there within 24 hours. It's like ripping off a band-aid. You know, the faster you do it, the less it hurts. So, Grace, what should be WP's next steps in the, in the week ahead? Um, well, Mr. Singh has made it clear uh, that he's prepared to give evidence before the committee uh, is required. So I would be very surprised if he and possibly Ms. Lim and Faisal Manak were also on the disciplinary panel and who allegedly, uh, and I say allegedly because we really have no way of knowing who's telling the truth at this point, um, you know, who are involved in covering up the facts of the matter. Um, I would be very surprised if they weren't invited to testify before the committee perhaps this week. So there are only two things really at this juncture. Uh, they can choose to accept what Ms. Khan has said and face the consequences or they can refute the allegations fully, uh, both to the committee and, and ultimately to the public. So I'm just as interested as anyone out there right now as to how things will play out this week. Well, Grace Ho there, Opinion Editor for The Straits Times. That was an SPH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.